Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am Chris Keegan PT, and fuck me, it's been a long time since I've done one of these. It's been a very, very, very long time. Uh, right, before I introduce uh, my guest, I would like to thank Mr. Liam Slater for doing uh, the last one on season three, episode two. Fuck it, I can't even remember where we are. Um, but yeah, nice one, Liam. It was good to chat to you. Um, yeah, the usual usual stuff. Follow me on Instagram. I am Crispy Keaton PT. Uh, follow me on Facebook. It's the same, but I never post on it. And that's pretty much the only social media I have. Uh, or you can go to my webpage, IamCrispyKeegan.com. Very original there. Right, my guest today. Um, this is a dude that I met at the International Fitness Summit. Um and before I carry on, I want to give a massive shout out because I know she'll be listening to Aqualine for sorting me out that weekend. What a fucking legend. Um, but I think I met my uh, my male soulmate that weekend. Um, basically, I met I met this guy and uh, I was actually meant to record a podcast with someone else who was at the IFS, but we ended up just getting so pissed and eating brownies that I just never made it. Um so, ladies and gentlemen, the man who does legitimately make the best brownies on the fucking planet, Jack Foster. How the fuck are you, my chum? How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Right, before we start, please tell the whole world a little bit about you and what you do and why you make the best brownies in the world. Go. Well, my name is Jack. I'm 28. I'm a personal trainer and nutritionist from West London. Um, I currently have COVID, so if I sound like I am dying, it's because I am dying. Um, <laughs> is it, am I right? I think uh, this is your last day in the old ISO. Last day in isolation. I did actually test negative today, but the rules state that I have to still isolate today, even though I haven't got it technically. But still, <laughs> but still, you're, do, you're, you're doing your bit. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So I'm a personal trainer uh, from West London, and I'm also a coach for the Jane Smith Academy um, as well. There you go. So that is that is Jack in a nutshell. Um, and yeah, we got really fucking chunk that weekend. Do, do I want to give a shout out to James Smith as well? Because well, no, no, he, he gets a lot of love, doesn't he? <laughs> he gets a... uh, anything else. So yeah, no. Yeah, He's in the... no. So, and I'm in London in my house. So. <laughs> Fair. Um, how long have you been in the older industry for then? Um, that is a good question. I started in 2014, 2015 as a lifeguard. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so way back then. Um, but I did my, I was a, that's how I sort of got my foot in the door. Because I went straight as a lifeguard, but they were short staffed in the gym and I had my like level two fitness instructing. So that's into the into the gym and I sort of just did some sort of inductions and some programs and stuff yeah yeah um, yes. actually as a PT I think I passed my exam in 2016 so what does that make it like oh five years five years yeah same same as me then um, so five years um, as an actual PT uh, worked in a few gyms and obviously had my own stuff and then last year 20, what were we in? 21, 20, tw- yeah, 2020, I uh, got the chance to be a coach at uh, JSA. Sweet. I was going to ask, how, how did you get into that? Like, did it just sort of stumble on your feet? Were you a member of the JSA and it, like, I don't know, did the opportunity come up or, you know, did you give it some yeah. of that? I've just realised that there's no, uh, I don't know heard that weird noise, but I've got the weirdest fucking noise in my headphones then. Um, it was on my end, it's all clear, but yeah. So, oh. I worked for JSA for since 2018. Um, I see, okay. I went to Bali with James and a few others in 2019, and then a year later, it's all based on like recommendations and stuff. So, when they need someone, they don't, it's not like, yeah, um, like, a, like a job application or anything. So, you're recommended, and then if they all agree, I guess you just get like asked to come on board or whatever which I obviously accepted because it's a pretty big big thing yeah it's a fucking big old big old shtick isn't it it's good though yeah do you know what when when I found out that's what you did I was like do you know what 
I wouldn't mind getting into that, but I, I think James hates me a little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't think he hates you. It's just uh, I think he's a fanboy I, moment. I, I'm not going to tell everybody the fanboy moment on the podcast. That If you want to ask me in person, silence my DMs and I'll tell you what happened. But it was... It, to be fair, it was pretty cool, but at the time I was just like... <gasps> but either way. So, Jack... What I tend to do on the podcast and what we're going to do today is we will discuss five things that you hate about the industry, the gym floor, so on and so forth. And yeah, then we'll just discuss it, take the piss out of it a little bit and go from there. So the floor is yours. Off you go. Mine is more about the gym floor and how, I guess PTs do it as well, but more about how the like gym users use the gym okay more when i'm using the gym myself um because i haven't actually worked on the gym floor for nearly two years now thanks to COVID. okay cheers so, cove yeah number one is peacocking so by peacocking i mean like those with like invisible lat syndrome <laughs> i thought it was the only person in the world that called it that uh, those that think they're better than each other, basically they're in the gym to impress others rather than trying to work themselves. Yeah, yeah. Eat it. I can't stand Okay. Yeah, I, um, I'm quite fortunate that I work in a really commercial leisure centre rather than like a pure gym or Snap Fitness. By the way, Snap Fitness can suck my dick. We'll go into that another day. Uh, but yeah, pe- peacocking it really winds me up and there's um, there's one dude at my gym that does it quite significantly he'll make fucking loads of noise he'll chuck his weights around only ever trains chest um, and it, there's no there's no fucking need for it like I can happily deadlift quarter of a ton and not scream and what have you so it really it, it really grinds my gears when and it's always men. Women never do. It's always fucking men. It does. What in my head? What I'm thinking of? Like the yeah. I, it's always men. I think it's when you're like screaming. It, like weight. Strength is all relative, right? So like you know, if you're 60 kilos and you're deadlifting 100 kilos, that's quite a lot. Um, it, in comparison to them. You know, it's not that heavy for me. Definitely not heavy for you. But like, I'm like more than happy. Like, oh, well done, you. That's your PB. Well done. But when yeah. you're like, when you're like screaming, or you look around to see if anyone else is looking at you, like, mate, come on. Like, I'm getting on. I'm benching the same as you're lifting. Come on, just get on with it. Stop being a dickhead. Exactly that. It. it it's all done just for showboat. And for, yeah, there's one. <laughs> Have you ever seen the film A Bug's Life? Yeah, who hasn't? That you'll be surprised. So the dude that I'm talking about looks exactly like the Woodlouse from that, and he, he just he chucks shit around. And honestly, he like makes it's almost like sex noises when he's doing his drop set bicep curls. And I'm like, dude, just calm the fuck down. Like, no, it's, it's yeah, full form as well. Sorry, like say that again. Accompanied by like poor form, so like I've caught a rep, or like your deadlifts looking like you're shitting a uh, shitting dog. <laughs> Looks like a shitting dog. I love that. Like I think that always there is one guy that goes that I, that I used to that used to go to a gym that I went to, and he would put on more than is probably necessary. Scream, he'd slam weights down. He'd peacock around the gym. He'd like walk, like bop around the gym. But his form was actually perfect, and it really pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, that 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 would annoy me so much. Uh, it's fu- it's funny you mentioned form because I'm in the process of recording a video on 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 shit form. Why it winds me up like when people lift way heavier than they can handle. Just you're 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 impressing no one. No, no, exactly. And all, you, all you're doing is your risk to reward ratio is spiking right in the wrong direction. Oh, 100%. Or your knees or your back or something is going to go and then you're going to be out of action for longer. And then all that, you're going to get into a cycle because those people don't necessarily learn 
they hurt themselves and then they'll come back way too early, lift try the, the same amount of weight and then yeah, no, they're, they're a bunch of idiots. There was a, and I guess it's still to do with peacocking, but there was a dude that used to come to my gym and every time he deadlifted, he looked like a fucking croissant. Like, and I and I went up to this guy one day and I said to him, "Look, mate, I don't mean to be a dick, but lower the weight. Your form is dog shit. You're going to hurt yourself." And he legitimately said to me, "Yeah, I just want to get strong and lift heavy." So I was like, "All right." When people don't understand that as soon as they sort their form and their technique out, their strength will increase quicker, like um, tenfold. Exactly. I don't understand people. Yeah, people. I think maybe Instagram and like social media has a lot to answer for because they see they see all these people that are lifting like a lot of weight but they don't and they, but they see like the one rep max that they're doing they don't see the training they don't see the form they don't see yeah they don't see uh, the years and years of like I get asked all the time oh fucking hell mate your squat's really big and it's like yeah I've been training for five years non-stop to get to that and before that, I did I did BJJ, I would say five times a week for nearly two years to get a blue belt, and that was that was fucking hard graft, man. But people people don't see the the behind the scenes. I mean, I was a gymnast when I was a kid, and I was like at a national level, I was all gold medals. Um, so I already had a, a pretty good foundation of fitness and well, especially strength. So oh, hug, yeah, hell, hell, yeah stronger than those that potentially were there for a few years but then you get some dickhead that comes in I see that on Instagram thinking oh he can lift that I can do that because like he's only been lifting a year or something and then obviously they haven't got the same foundation that I have or you had with um, like BJJ or whatever or anyone with a sport really so I've got I have that baseline fitness in I don't know level or whatever Whereas a lot of people don't have that. They didn't, don't see that either. They just see the, the Instagram. Oh, he's lifting quite a lot of weight. I can do that. And it turns out that they can't. Ever. So, boys. And it's always fucking boys. Stop fucking peacocking in the gym. You're literally impressing no one. And girls aren't there to watch you. Because um, I think that's what it's for, isn't it? Yeah, but let's let's be fair, and I know what you're going to say. There's not a single girl in the world that's gone. Right, I'm in the mood for a little bit of, you know, a little bit of loving. Who's the noisiest bloke in the gym? Because he's going to do it for me. No one's ever said that. The women that I worked with, those are the guys that they tend to avoid when they go into the gym anyway. They don't want to go into the, the men's room, as a lot of them call it. Yeah. So stop peacocking, stop being a dick, and let um, other people use the equipment. Just use it properly use it properly but I think we can all agree that peacocking can get get in the bin I was going to say get into room 101 but I'm definitely not copying that co- that concept from anyone so there we are uh, yeah I definitely agree with number one what is your number two young man so it's the people um, that will put a jumper or water bottle or their keys or something on a bench and then they disappear for untold amount of time they just disappear I don't know where they go I look around the gym they're not even there and then obviously you can't use that bit of equipment especially when it's busy and then when you do go to sort of be near it they come back and be like oh no mate I'm using that but mate you've been gone for 45 minutes where have you been you can't reserve equipment fuck off the reason I've gone silent is because that that fucks me off to the nth degree and that ugh Again, it doesn't happen that often in my place, but in the gym that I used to work in, Jesus Christ, people would literally walk in, go to a machine, put their towel on it, and then they'll then they'll walk off and get changed, fill up the water bottle. Like you said, they'll be gone for fucking ages. So you go, all right, is anyone using this? No, move the towel, then they go, oh, it's mine, mate. They just appear. They do just appear. It's waiters when you're halfway through your mouthful to come and ask you if your if your meal's okay, and you're like, "Mate, I said this on your." They always wait until you're fucking eating, and they go, "Is everything alright?" Ah, okay. Why? You what? 
food, you can't complain about it because you're not going to complain with a mouthful of food. Oh, I have done before, but <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, I remember I I did it once a leg press. There was loads of weight on the leg press. I kept my eye on it. No one was using it. I was like, right, okay, some dickhead hasn't put the weights away. Literally went over to take the weight off, and the guy appeared out of nowhere using that mate. Yeah. Where, where the fuck have you been? Like, the only time I will ever accept that is if someone's doing a superset. But if you are doing a superset, make sure that either the two machines you're using are relatively nearby, or like, I don't know, just. No, 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 I agree. Uh, yeah, right next to each other. Like, so you are using it, and you can you're basically using two equipment at the same time. Yeah. Next to, rather than I don't. Know. I think it's always people. It's always at the busiest points of the gym as well. Yeah. Always. Always. Okay. I'm sure they probably have two or three other bits of equipment. Like you've got your towel on one, the water bottle on another, and your phone on another one, so that it looks like you're using all three of them. That. What what happens to the day of just going to a piece of equipment, doing your three or four sets, and moving on to another one? Like, like all these fucking weird supersets where you have to use 900 bits of kit. You're like, mate, just don't. Well, yeah, and half the supersets they're doing aren't we done. Like, you're mixing up an RPF with a, I don't know, bent over or something. You pull back, you need a break. Yeah. You pull, you pull back. Uh, I don't, I rarely do supersets because I'm a power lifter and I don't do more than six reps in a workout. So, go me. Um, it's, yeah that does wind me up and I've never thought it did wind me up until you pulled it up which is uh, in the old gym we used to work in we had like a kind of a system amongst all the members where if say for example you wanted to use a lap pull down and I was sat there resting which, you know, everyone would be like oh do you want to jump in alright cool and since I like doesn't seem to be a thing I mean especially during Covid and after Covid as well someone comes over yeah I do as well I don't know I, I don't see anyone else doing it I don't know if there's a, you know, a change in rules or something maybe it's a COVID thing recently that no one wants to share uh, I don't know maybe Boris has made a rule about it I don't know fuck Boris uh, mate don't even get me started don't even get no just don't <laughs> uh, so yeah I thought when you first started saying you were going to say people that leave stuff like on a bench and just use it as their, their personal shelf. Yeah, that, and we, yeah, that oh, pisses me off. Yeah, well, if not, you're doing press-ups and you, you've got your water bottle and your keys on the... Oh, let me use it. I want to do bench presses on it. Come on, pop off. Yeah, exactly. There's uh, there's like a stack of boxes at my gym and everybody puts like the water bottles and the keys and shit on top of it. So if you need to like get the bottom box because I had to just go oh, just fuck off if I can walk around the gym with mind you saying I do sometimes bring my rucksack in and leave it okay, okay I'm just bad I hang <laughs> my head in shame I hang my head in shame it's just it's fucking annoying <sighs> what's your number three number three are people who stack weight plates incorrectly oh my fucking God. Yeah. Oh my God. Me and you are. We should be just lovers in the night. Right. Please, please explain and I'll tell you if I agree with your views. So it's not just. Obviously, you've got the people that don't put their weights away at all. And there's obviously a special place reserved for them in hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or um, like the weight racks. Like, uh, weight racks. So like, if I want a two point five and it's behind a twenty, a ten, and a fifteen, like for fuck's sake, unload everything. That's annoying. But what I'm actually talking about is when you load the bar up. So you've got someone that puts like a twenty on, and then they've got a ten, and then they just go to your fuck it. I put another twenty on on top of it, and so it's like big, little, big. Like fuck off. That is exactly what drives me fucking insane. It just looks messy. Just neaten it up a little bit. It looks messy. Okay, from from a training point of view, it doesn't make a difference. But like you said, it does look so messy, and it's just like, e- like even like when I've trained with people, and it's easier to put the twenty on and off 
I will still go, no, 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 we're stacking it properly. It's just good. It's just, it's just gym etiquette. You've got to make it look nice. It's like if someone's doing like uh, leg raises, I always want them to point their toes, which might be the gymnast in me, but it looks nicer. It doesn't make any difference to the abs, but just point your toes, make it look nice. So if you can make everything else look nice, mentally, it's a nicer place to be. I love the fact that you like to make the exercises look nice. But I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with you on that. It's it yeah yeah. I remember. So we've got like one of those push sled things at my place, and I remember once someone put a five, twenty, a twenty, a twenty, and I was like, what, what? I was on first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Joe, Joe, it makes just even worse. And I, I genuinely saw this the other day. Some bloke was doing squats. He had a 20 on one side. Two tens on the other. Four, and I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> why, are you, why are you doing that? Just don't be lazy. The 20, there's, another, there's thousands of 20. Just go and get another one. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally thousands. Correct. Although one thing like we'll, uh, we've got a sled at uh, the gym that I go to. And one thing I did see that was genius was that someone put like a 20 and then like a 2.5 and then a 20 and then like a 2.5 so they can get their hands in and pull it up. And I did think that was genius. Even that, yeah, that's actually fucking clever. And I did appreciate that. And it didn't look too messy because it was all uniform. It was like big, little, big, little, big, little. So I actually appreciate that. Do you know what? I'm actually going to nick that. If anything I've learned from this podcast, I'm, I'm stealing that. That's actually fucking clever. It, it, it didn't even look messy so I wasn't even that mad although well, I didn't I mean, they had like six of them for themselves a little bit but um, yeah it, they but made like, up that, for it that, that is a fucking brilliant gym hack to be fair so yeah I'll, I'll I'll allow that but I thought I was, like when I tell my clients about that winding me up they're all like oh you're just being pedantic I'm so fucking pleased there's someone else who thinks that it's Dog shit on toast. Definitely not. I think clients and members of the gym maybe not, don't understand, but ask any other PT. Back in there and say, oh, yeah. Any, uh, I reckon, like, someone that's been in the gym for years, like, well, you know, I think they're on our team. I, it, I, it was the 20 and 210s. I just couldn't fathom it. Yeah. I also hate it when um, you're looking for a like someone's obviously looked for a 20 or something and they've seen an empty rack that someone's left their equipment still on there like the weights or whatever so they've just taken 120 off so then you've got like one side of the bar with nothing on it and one with a 20 on it was like mate that's just a <laughs> happen. just I know you wanted that 120 but just be a person and just take, take off the other one off yeah the amount, of, the amount of the amount of the shoulder press with like like I said, 120 on one side and someone's taking a 20 off the other. And it's, first and foremost, whoever didn't put their weights away, fuck you, die, there's a place in hell, like Jack said. And if, if you need to take one, just take the other one. Just, you're there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. I, I, I'm genuinely surprised that someone else hates that as much as I do because fuck me, that drives me nuts. Absolutely nuts. Right. That was your third one, wasn't it? Third one. Right, so you got number four. Then you said your number five is a, a big one, right? One for me and for everybody else. But it's quite, I imagine it's quite a common one. So number four, um, which is a funny one because everyone deserves to be in the gym, but it's when it's big groups of people, like three, four people plus in one group, training together in one area and hogging all the uh, equipment. So you walk into the weights equipment room. There's four people, which, well, or more. I've seen I've seen eight people train together once before. It's like I've not really got anywhere to go. Can you just fuck off? And they're using everything. And obviously, they're different strengths, different experiences. So like, if they're doing shoulder presses, one person's got the ten. Other other people got like thirties or whatever. And like, I need. I'm doing bicep curls. I need twelve. But you're using them. When are you gonna be done? Oh, don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Do you not like? There's so many of you. You're taking a, like some one person's doing the exercise and the rest are resting, and they're doing it like that. And then you're there for hours, and you're like, "Well, I can't do my workout now because you're hogging all the gym equipment yourself with bricks." I'm still not over eight people. I don't. I I don't have seven friends. 
big, it's like a big circuit class. I don't. It's all, there's always one person. It's almost always when it's well, maybe not the eight person, but I've seen quite regularly like four or five. It's almost like it's always one or two people that are obviously like the gym people at the friendship group, and the rest want to get into shape because their friends are in shape, so they go into the gym and do their session. But obviously, they're all different experiences. So yeah, no, some... I'm I'm with you on that. Um, so what is in like when people are training in like threes or more? Threes or more, get out because you're hogging the gym equipment. It's always when yeah. it's got to go to a time when all three of you can go at the same time. Yeah, I um, it's yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of used to it in that respect. Let, let me explain. So one of the PTs at my place, he trains. Um, he does like group PT first thing in the morning so he will use an entire area with you know a few bits of kit fine whatever i've adjusted to it it's cool uh we also because we're opposite the local college um we let the college students come in at like certain times so there'll be like a big conjugation of them coming at once so i'm kind of used to it and also our gym in fairness compared to others it's actually fairly quiet so i don't get it that often but there have been times, um, in fact, my girlfriend and I went to Pure Gym uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I and I was uh, prepping for my powerlifting contest, and I needed to do some bench. And of course, all the fucking, like a group of, like four lads, we used the bench press, so like, all right, lads, how long are going to be? Oh, we've all got six sets each. But what the fuck do you mean you got six sets each? How long are going to be? Oh, I don't know, about, oh, it's just like, and I, hate with a passion benching in a squat rack hate it don't know why I've just never never liked it so the, the one bench that Pure had I couldn't use it for like over an hour because these six dickheads and then like you said they've all got different levels and different abilities so you have to unload and load oh, fucking nightmare yeah I agree and don't get me wrong like I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I've been in a position where I've been training with two of my mates and they're following me because I'm the, 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 the PT. Yeah. But I make sure that I, we, you know, don't spread out. We're all doing the same thing and it's quick. We're not Thank doing six, no, three sets each. I don't know, however, however many reps. So I have been there. I have been the person that I'm annoyed at. Yeah. A single person. But, point of view. It's... It... But I, I like training, you know, with people on occasion. I think it's quite fun. And I tend to go, like, yeah, I just go, right, we'll do, for example, deadlifts. We can share a bar. Yeah, I can load a plate, uh, load a bar up pretty quickly, blah, 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 blah. I try and take up as little space as possible. And then you'll get, I mean, this is not quite the same, but sort of when people do anything except for fucking deadlifting on the deadlift platform you deserve to die yeah <laughs> not quite the same but this sort of the same just yeah, like yeah. you like taking up space when you don't need to bicep curling and the squat rack's the classic one but I still see it on the regular yeah I don't know what those people like obviously people can't Ben, uh, people can't bicep curl as much as they can squat anyone, really. Yeah. Uh, but most gyms have like a dedicated, like the, like the fixed barbells that like go up in like fives or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there, on the like the little triangle rack. I yeah. When the gym has those, why people still go into the squat rack to lift the bar? Like, it's just go to the other bar with the weight that you want on it already. Yeah, exactly that. I once did a piss take uh, Instagram reel of me squatting on a preacher curl. <laughs> that that goes about well. Um, but yeah, like it doesn't bother me so much because I'm quite fortunate. I work in a quiet gym, but when you do go to a busy gym, especially the big chain ones in peak time, and there's like you said, there's four dudes or four women. It's never women, but four dudes hogging a bench or. Like, uh, like the low um, low row and that pull down are quite common ones that just like fucking hell mate just... it's always cable machines that are always busy though. my gym's not very big it's like split into like three sections so you've got like the 
it's like a U and with the pool in the middle and you've got like the free weights and then you've got the uh, cardio and like fixed pin loaded resistance machine oh yeah 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 the TRXs and you know the ab workout bit over there yeah there's always the cable machines that they're like hogging this is like can I do some pull ups now we're using it what do you mean just fuck off let me just do that like, <laughs> I, I can't I'm shit at pull ups just let me do five pull ups and I'll fuck off yeah yeah, I love, I love how this is coming to look on the PT. Fuck off. Look, I work here. Fuck off. Probably isn't the best advert. <laughs> no, but it, it it's even worse when you are the PT and you have a client and then someone's hogging the equipment. You're like, yeah. come on. This, this person's paid X amount an hour and we've got to spend it listening to you chat about the fucking girl that you've tried to bang at the weekend fuck off go you've got to look down at your programme and think oh the worst session plans fuck it's like now I've got to think of something else to do really quickly uh... now see I I used to do that but um, in the last place I worked in when it first opened it was so busy all the time that I literally had to come up with like a roadmap map ahead so I'm like right if that's taken I can use that if that's taken I can use that if that and so I'm, I'm now quite good if, every, if everything I want to use on that session is being used I can then go right I've now got backups and alternatives but again if someone's a newly qualified PT they might not necessarily have that wit or that skill to go ah I wanted to do this and yeah. that, that could completely derail a session for someone well I'm the same like I got to the, I've got, I got well I'm out of practice now because I'm PT did a while but I got to the point where it's like, oh, that's like, you know, that's your used. Okay, fuck it. Uh, we'll do this instead. That's cool. No worries. Yeah. I think as well, when you're a newly qualified PT, you don't really, it doesn't really matter. Like, you don't realize it doesn't matter. Like, a leg press, it doesn't matter. If leg press is busy, you can just do a squat or you can do, even if it's a leg extension, like, it just something to do with quads. Yeah. You need to do. But I think when you're a new PT, you get so, I, well, I definitely did, so hung up on like the perfect program. Yeah. The whole thing's fucked. Oh, I don't know what to do. So, and the the weird thing is, is as you uh, certainly for me, the longer I've been doing it, you realise that there's no such thing as a perfect program. Everybody programs things differently, and it's just like, yeah, but like like you said, in some aspects, it doesn't matter. So, again, when perfect program, and in my head, I'm like, this is sick, and then you get whoever in front of you go like, we're going to do this and then you realise halfway through the session like, oh, fuck I've made it way too hard yeah like way too hard good but actually think about it, I couldn't even do it like what am I doing like <laughs> why have I done this but you live and you learn like no one's a good PT when you first start I was like, my first session yeah. I think it was so shit my first session I ever did I I can remember my my very first client <laughs> French bloke called Thomas, very first client, and I hadn't got a fucking clue what I was doing. So I remember I would literally arrive at the gym that I was working at the time, go to the whiteboard of the pen, and just go, right, I just need to, right, we're going to do this, 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 fuck it. Like, I had no idea on, I was actually saying this song the other day, like, in PT school, because we would have done it roughly the same time. They don't teach you how to do a squat or how to do a bench or how to do a deadlift. Or if they do, it's done so quickly that you don't really... So you don't get you don't get taught these things. Like This is all stuff I've had to pick up afterwards. So my first session was just, right, we're going to do 100 burpees, 100 of these, 100 of these, done. I, yeah, I know. Like, Jack's face says it all. Like, I was just, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And the bloke that used to own the gym that I work at and I won't say his name because I think he's a fucking knob um, but he always used to say mate all you got to do is just keep him moving that's all you got to do is keep him moving keep him moving and now years later down the line I'm like that's the worst advice I was ever given it was shit advice just keep moving alright I'll just get on my treadmill for an hour shall I yeah I remember I don't remember my first ever session but I went, I, I went, when I passed my um, uh, course, I went straight to, um, 
like a, I had my own business, um, thinking that I would make loads of money and I'd be like the next Joe Wicks and I'd you know be a millionaire or whatever. That was my thought process. I was like, oh, how hard can it be? Obviously, very, very fucking hard. My first, my my first like private PT client. Like I worked at a gym and it was all fine, but I didn't actually get my first PT client until I was uh, like Christmas. So I passed in like June 2016. I didn't actually get my first personal client um, until sort of like Christmas. Okay. Um, no, and he was like, and it was pissing down with snow, and I was like, um, I didn't have anywhere to train. So I was like, I was, it was just outside at my rugby club. Right. I was like, mate. And like, obviously, you have a policy where if you cancel, you give out free sessions or, you know, it's charged or whatever, if it's within 24 hours. But I was like, look, it's snowing. And I was happy to do it. But I was like, look, it's snowing. It's going to be difficult to do the session. Are you sure you want to do it? I won't charge you if you say no. It was like, no, no, let's do it. Let's do it. It's really keen. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Got to the rugby club and like, it was like knee high snow. And I was like, oh, fuck. I actually don't know what I'm going to do. Did the session, did like you know, burpees, did try to do some sprints. I'd made, I'd actually made quite a bit of effort of making like uh, like clearing some snow out. Um, yeah, more of a workout for me than him to be honest. But I got there early, did it myself. Anyway, it was so cold. I I had to keep moving, and I didn't do it because I was my head. I was like, rest. I'd had like a few months of like working in a gym. I'd learned a few things. I was like, rest is just as important. Obviously, it's so cold that you just you cool down so quickly. Yeah, just... pulling some muscles on him. I never saw him again. And he paid, he paid like 10 sessions up front. I tried to give him the money back. He just never bothered replying. And I was like, oh, I feel really bad. But yeah, that was my first experience having like a one-to-one like client for my own business. And I, <laughs> I felt, so, I've never felt good in my life. Like he must've been frozen. I was frozen, I was standing there, but he was the one that was moving around. And Do you know what? I've just had horrible flashbacks of lockdown three. You telling me that? Do, doing the whole PT outside thing was it was shit it was really fucking shit and I was quite fortunate that I bought a um, so as so me and my housemate spoke about it like a week before lockdown 3 happened she would, she just happened to go should we you know, build a gym in our garage because we've got a big double garage and I went it's actually a fucking good idea so I started looking up all the bits and then as Boris was announced lockdown three, I just went bye, 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 bye. So I I got like a fair amount of equipment. So I've got I've got a bit, but we've got quite noisy neighbours, so I wasn't allowed so I wasn't bringing people into our garage to use like, like a squat rack and stuff. So I was taking stuff out into my car, driving to like the f- local field, and it was so fucking cold and it was so wet and like I will praise the few clients that carried on doing it like fair fucking play to you but Christ it was cold so I don't think people realise clients obviously they they get wet you know they get like my rugby club grass just gets muddy it, the floor just gets so muddy it's ridiculous when it rains they're all muddy and they have stuff but I don't think they realise that actually us as the PTs hate it more than they do because we're just standing there trying to motivate them when we're fucking frozen to the bone it's like <laughs> We hate it more than they do, but we obviously yeah. have to. Um, it, um, if there's any new PTs, it's worth doing, even when it's a bit of shit. Um, like listening to this, it is worth like go outside, get frozen, be miserable because it is worth doing it because you realise how nice it is when you are in a gym. Hundred <laughs> percent. I um. So when I first started off, I um, I was doing. Uh, like outdoor boot camps and stuff like military style ones um, I won't say who just in case they try and sue me again um, but yeah so I was I was quite comfortable being outside in the rain and shouting at people but that's shouting at a big group of people it's completely different when it's just a one-on-one client and you've got a single slam ball a few dumbbells and a battle rope and you're like right okay let's do the same circuit we've been doing for the last half hour. Let's go. It's, it, 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 it made me realise that if I was able to continue PTing and loving what I do in those conditions, then I will be set for as long as I want to do this. Yeah, like you said, if you are a new PT, I would, heaven forbid, it never happens again. But if we do 
ever get into that scenario again, just try it. Like, I think every PT that continue train their clients, whether it was online, outside, whatever, fair fucking play. Because there was a lot of them, especially in the area, that just went, nope, I'm taking four months off. And they did. Absolutely dog shit. Right. Just before we do your fifth and final one, your big obvious one, um, I I just want to quickly tell talk about one. This is a new one of mine that I have recently discovered that I hate. But it's when people take phone calls on the gym floor. <laughs> I don't know why it's such a stupid thing, but there's there's been more than what there was actually one dude that used to come to my gym who'd FaceTime his wife for the whole time he was at the gym, and I just thought that's so fucking weird. And I've heard more arguments with husbands and wives than I ever want to. Like, if you need to take their phone call, just go outside. I don't want to hear it. Also, how can you have a fucking phone call when there's weights clanging, there's music going on? I just, I don't know why, but it just it pisses me off so much. Uh, that doesn't actually bother me that much because when I am doing my actual job and PTing in a gym, I work for a corporate gym, so. Um, the gym's only open to the like the members that like the workers of that corporation. Oh, I see. Okay. Quite often, and like obviously, like as a PT, you take can- late minute, uh, last minute cancellations. But for us, we get it all the time because they'll have a last minute. Like we'll have a salesman that a last client. minute meeting, for example. Last minute. So I've had it before when I'm halfway through a session and someone's phone's gone. It's like shit. I've got to go. I've got because you know it's like a half million pound like sale they can't lose it they can't lose that commission so it's like yeah cool don't worry about it because I know they're going to come back and they're going to spend a load of more money on PT again so actually yeah for me that doesn't bother me there was a guy when I used to work for another company he would bring his laptop um, stick it on the windowsill and then go all the way the other way do his like workout and then every now and then he'd come back check his laptop and come back and I was like mate you shouldn't really be like it's cool what you're doing but bring your laptop with you because what happens if your laptop gets stolen like we're not in the nicest of areas yeah oh, no, that'd be fine I was like okay if you say so but like, like fair enough I can see all your emails and stuff if I really wanted to I'm sure there's an issue there with like like I don't know data protection or something like, ah, okay. I used to I used to have a client oh fuck I used to turn my emails obviously keep pinging I used to have a client that did something very similar she would literally in, like, in rest periods would check her work phone and reply to emails and stuff and I was I was just like mate are you like can you not it was first thing in the morning like she used to do from 8 to 9 she yeah. was like work to 11 I'm like can you not just like for an hour just switch off from work no corporate, corporate people just have this different brain where it's just like I'm on all the time actually going back to with rest times going back to the whole new PT um, if new PTs are listening learn how to talk uh, to do small talk because when yeah. I was first, first started PT and I had clients I was great during the sets and the reps and whilst they were working I was really good at motivating them and talking through what they were doing and all of that stuff I was really good at that still am but what I wasn't very good at is as soon as they stopped I'd be like so are you okay? but like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say to them because I was like oh I you know they, yeah so it's, my uh... know them, and then um, you can just talk shit about their family or their job or something because trying to talk about the weather or how that last set feels gets really old about five minutes really really quickly it's that's actually a fair point that's something that um i remember and i personally thought this was a bit of shit advice but i understand where the sentiment was my old boss said to me your client is your client not your mate and I, I kind of disagree with that. Like, if I've got a client and they've been with me for a short, even like a short period of time, I like to find out like, what they're into. For that reason, I joined Small Talk. Um, like, one of my clients is really into video games. I like video games. So we all go, oh, have you, you know, have you played this? Have you tried this? Blah, blah. So it is really important to be good at Small Talk because the amount of people that are fucking shit at it is mental. And their sessions they're going to go quicker as well for them and which means that they're going to want to come back more and more, and more oh, yeah because we talk about I don't know, XYZ um, I like that 
and it makes the session feel better because obviously you're beasting them for half the session like half the session is actually just resting we need to find something to to talk about and then yeah. gonna, because you're not a boring fucker they actually like spending time with you I think with what your old boss said um, about not being your mate I've got it before where I've become too friendly with my client and I've got lazy in my programming and my checking up and check-ins and I've been a bit shit with that and I've let it and then they not because I'm not then helping them with their goal they're gonna find somewhere else because I've got too friendly so as long as you have boundaries it's okay to be friendly with them um, but just make sure you don't start taking the piss and being lazy just because they're yeah. Because I've definitely fallen that, into that trap as well. Yeah, it does happen. Um, yeah, there's, there's, been, there's been periods where I've kind of, like, I agree with setting boundaries. So, for example, I, if, for example, what time are we on now? 20 to 5. So, come 5 o'clock on a Friday, I will not respond to kind messages unless it's, can I cancel Monday, move to Tuesday? I'll be like, yeah, all right. But anything like, like, and, you know, like I, I would, I would like to think that if one of my clients said, "Do you want to go out for a beer?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure," but I wouldn't spend like my evening messaging them back and forth. If that makes sense. So, yeah, um, I'm really intrigued to find out what your final one was, or was is. So, your number five. Uh, anyone like their sweat up their equipment um, after they've used it. Do do carry on. Rant away. This is your forum. Go. Where people's mindset of being like, oh, I've just left a sweaty ass print on this bench. I'm just gonna leave it. Like, fuck off. Like, I what? I'm gonna just lie in that now after you. And also, when people are using like, um, and it's not just like on benches or whatever. It's like when they're on the treadmill or on a watt bike or anything like that, and they're sweating onto the machine and onto the floor. They might wipe down the equipment a little bit, but then there's still like a puddle of sweat on the floor. It's like, mate. I don't want to deal with that. And now I have to clean it up. I have this thing. I don't know if it's just me, but if I go on a walk bike and there's a puddle of sweat on the floor, I'll clean it up after I'm done because I don't want someone thinking it's me. And I, I, now I've just to clean your sweat up because I'm too embarrassed to be like, believe it, be like, no, that wasn't me. And I don't want to inconvenience someone else from having to do it, so fuck it, I'll just do it. I just don't like selfish people at all in any way, shape or form. But in a, in a gym, when like it's sweaty and it's disgusting and like it's germs everywhere, just do your bit, clean your sweat up, you dirty pig. That's my rant, really. <laughs> um, I wholeheartedly agree. I so I I don't know if it was like the way I was brought up in a gym, but I was always told to like wipe your equipment afterwards. For that reason, like if you sweat, like even even if I'm not sweating on a bench, I'll always just give it a quick, quick once over. And then obviously COVID happens and then everybody went fucking nuts on cleaning, which was good. But since we've reopened, what, back in April, the amount of people go, are we, uh, are we still cleaning kit? And I'm like, yeah, you grotty cunt. Absolutely. Like you should be doing it anyway. Yeah, like the gym, you like. I'm not like, yeah, cool. You're sweating, you're dripping. That's cool. Great workout, but clean yourself up because yeah. it's like just wipe that sweat away. Like, you're not too good for if you're, if you're good enough to be there in a gym. Like, if it was your own gym and you want it, like, I don't know, if you were sweating in your own home, like, I've got a, I've got a bike at home and I sweat on the floor, or like, well, like, look, doing home workouts last year, I was a sweaty mess. I'm not going to just leave the sweat on my own floor because it's disgusting and I've got to live in it. Why would I then not bother clearing up? So, uh, I am, um, like, yeah, doing my home workouts. So like, like I mentioned earlier, I was quite fortunate to buy uh, home equipment in lockdown three. And being a big, beefy powerlifter, I go through chalk like it's going out of fucking fashion. So once a week, I go into my garage and hoover up like all the... Uh, all the chalk and then I'd get my wire brush and clean my barbell and just it's like like you said like if you're good enough to be there clean it up and do you know what really annoys me about this and you briefly touched on it is like the um, 
on the treadmill, you got like the handles, then you got the bits of the bottom that get sweated on, and no one ever fucking cleans them up. There used to be a bloke who was training for a marathon, and he'd be on the treadmill for two hours every morning, cover the fucking thing in sweat, and I had to tell him about forty times, mate, clean that. That's gross. Well, yeah, you can always tell, and also that comes down to the cleaning team, whether it's the gym team or whether or not your gym has a, like a dedicated like cleaning team. If you go onto the treadmill at any point and there's like drips of sweat still dried onto the thing, you know that your cleaning team's a bit shit as well um, in the gym. Yeah, it just it. I hate it. I hate it, especially working. Um, although Snap Fitness can absolutely suck my dick and I hope anybody from Snap Fitness is listening to this you can suck my dick but when I did work there they were regimen on cleaning regimen so I when it comes to cleaning I was literally forced when I was doing my four hours four hour shifts to right if you're if you've got time to lean got time to clean that's what my boss used to tell me and it's so cheesy but it's just something you had to do it's part, it's part and parcel. 100%. I um, Yeah, nah, it's, it's, it's just grim. I don't understand people's mentality on a lot of things. Um, but not cleaning is one thing that I refuse to accept that people are, think they're too good for it. Just clean up after yourself. It's, uh, it's, it's fun. yeah, when you say like, it's almost like people go, oh, you know, I'm, too, I'm too good to wipe down a bench. Like, mate come on it takes two seconds i was working at a gym where they stopped calling um members members and started calling them uh, customers instead mm. um whole members thing made them entitled that like i don't have to do this that's your job i don't have to put my equipment away that's your job i don't have to clean my sweat up that's your job so as soon as they started calling them customers and they were, they were paying for a service rather than um, and then we could still say like no that's your job like it sort of they backed us up a little bit when we were like no you're a customer not a member it's not a, it's not an exclusive club you're just paying a membership to use the gym we can take that away at any point if you are being a dickhead do you know what I that's actually genius that's actually yeah I'm on board with that like you said because yeah as soon as you're a member entitled fucks and the ones that are the pain in the arses normally are <laughs> So normally the ones that are the most entitled are the ones that get like somehow get some massive discount as well they're not paying full price the ones that are paying for- there's um I won't name names but there's a dude that comes to my gym and we have um staff car parking at the front and it's very it's very limited there's like 12 spaces for an entire leisure centre so space it's you know first come first serve space get taken up and every day for so long he would park his Merc there and it like it, he'd always boast about his 100 grand Merc 100 grand Merc 100 grand Merc and I was like why you were sorry probably, probably on finance and really in debt for probably <laughs> but he I remember I said to him one day and I was like why why are you parking stuff car park like that that's a bit that's a bit of a twat move and his response was, well, I pay a membership, I should be allowed to use it. And I was like, there's a there's a customer car park next to it. Use that. Oh, well, you know, like it's, it's eight o'clock in the morning. Not all the staff members arrived yet. Right. But what if, let's say all the, all the spaces apart and you're there. What if a 13th member of staff comes in and they park behind you? And they've had to go and do their job and stuff. And then, and then I bet you'd fucking kick off then. It's, yeah. it's. I love having Al going on rants on members, but. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like it's just, like there are there are those kind of people everywhere. What I also don't understand, again, mentality, is when um, you get someone on like the treadmill at an incline, and then they hold on to the bars, and they're just walking. They're just walking up, but straight line. They're not actually at an incline anymore because they're just holding on for dear life. Try, try and explain that to some people they just don't get it I, like, I always tell people don't hold on don't hold on yeah the whole point is you lean forward and use your body to stay upright also yeah. on like the like the stair climber when people like step up kick, kick. back I spoke Me. to 
when I worked at my old old gym, and um, we ours like it was everyone was doing that, and but our stair climbing was broken all the time, and everyone was kicking off. Obviously, because like we only had three stair climbing in quite a big gym, and everyone wanted to use it to kick their leg back because it didn't mm-hmm. doesn't do anything. But in their head, they thought they were doing something. Um, <clears throat> the engineer said that the reason why our thing was breaking so much was because people were when they kick back, it jolts the mechanism. And then obviously, if you're doing that every step, and everyone that's doing it, is, that work was broken. So we then had to put a sign up to say to stop doing it, and people just ignored it, and then people still complained that it was broken. So if you are one of these people that on the stair climber, um, you do this weird, stupid kickback thing, you're the reason why the uh, machine is broken all the time. Um, so stop doing it because it's not doing anything. And you just break the machine. It literally does nothing. Me and um, uh, a mate of mine, Ryan Andrews, who was on one of my earlier episodes, he, we spent fucking ages complaining about this. Like it literally, like the only way to build your glutes, any way to build anything is to add fucking resistance to it. Air kickbacks do nothing. And you'll be happier and healthier and a bigger bum. That's that's the well, that's what you need to go and do. That's that. So yeah. So any to anybody who doesn't wipe their sweat, or in fact anybody that doesn't wipe up or clean their bit of equipment after they used it, I I, I sincerely hope you fucking rot in hell forever because it's disgusting and. Well, I, I the other day found a toenail on the gym floor, and I nearly fucking, I nearly had a heart attack. <laughs> so, so many questions. Like, why is right? Did they either take the shoe off and pick it? You won't go. Completely cut you out then. Mate, it was huge. So it had to be a toenail. And it was like, right, did you take your shoes and sock off and pick it off? Or was it already in your pocket? Like, there were so many questions to it. It was disgusting. That is disgusting. It is vulgar. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that, thankfully. Yeah, um, it's, it's gross. Nothing that weird. Um, just like stand stuff where people have left like... When they have cleaned up or whatever, they've just left their tissues on the floor or whatever. Oh, that that, that fucking drives me nuts as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's lots of things. We've done more than five, but <laughs> <laughs> we I could spend all day moaning, but we shan't. Um, so those, those are your five things. They were interesting. At least they weren't the usual people not putting weights away, which I get a lot. Um, and I'm also surprised you didn't mention social media, especially as you just took a little break from socials as well. Well, I am. Um, yeah, I did take a break from social media for about two or three weeks, and it was really good. Um, I didn't realise how automatic it was. So, like, when I del- I deleted the app completely, and then I found myself um, without even thinking, like I would have, I don't know, text someone or something, and then just automatically come out of WhatsApp and then go automatically onto where Instagram would have been, which, which blew my mind because it wasn't even something like I just finished texting and I was going to go back. I should have just gone back to doing whatever, like work or whatever I was doing. And I automatically went onto it or tried to go into Instagram. Um, but with um, like texting or being on your phone in the gym, I'm not that bothered as long as you're not there for ages, which is the, always the issue. I'm a big fan of just sticking to rest times, but you have to do so. I think you have to do something in your rest times, otherwise you're just sitting there, it's a bit boring. So if you're on Instagram, I'm not that bothered. But as long as that doesn't become that, you know, minute rest time doesn't become five minutes of you just playing on your phone, then I'm not that worried. Um, but by the time I've written, because I've all my plans on my phone and stuff, so by the time I've gone in, said, you know, my RPE, and then what I'm going to do in the next. Uh, set and what and lift and whatnot. By the, by, by, by the time I've done that, normally I'm, it's my rest time's over anyway. So for me, it's not really an issue. See, I, I can get away with it a bit more because my rest times are about 25 minutes in between reps. Uh, if it, yeah, no, I get, I get, like, again, I'm with you in the sense that having your phone doesn't bother me as long as you're not sat on the machine for fucking ages. Like, you know, I, 
you know, I have my music and my programs on my phone, so I'll, you know, change songs or pick a different playlist or, like I said, just have a quick look at what, oh, what's next to my plan. All right, cool. But if I'm doing any, like, if I'm doing, like, my big squats or deadlifts, and yeah, I'll spend, like, a good five minutes, but if I'm on the machines, I tend just to put my phone to the side, do my three, four sets, then pick my phone up. Well, I tend to put my phone on Do Not Disturb um, because I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to get into a conversation where I'm not focused on what I'm lifting, what I'm doing. Because yeah. I'm quite good at getting in the zone, but I can quite easily get out of it and then I find it difficult to get back into it. Yeah, I'm with you. Having an argument with someone. <laughs> yeah. Or... Um... The one that I get is, like, say for example, I'm trying to arrange dinner with the other half or with a mate or whatever, then that turns into so many messages. And I just, it's times like that where I go, I hate people on the gym floor on their phone, but this would be so much easier to find them. But I refuse. I refuse. Ooh, excuse me. My phone had a, a thing, I turned mine off, but. Um... Like if it knew that you were driving and someone texted you, it would just like a text back and be like, oh, I'm driving. I'll... I wish I could do the same thing for that with the gym, but I'm in the gym. I'll talk to you later. Uh, you, have you got the new iOS update? Mm, I think I downloaded it the other day. So you can actually do that on the new um, iOS 15. Hmm. You can, uh, so if anybody's not interested in iOS 15, you may as well turn off now but you've got all these different like I'm just showing Jack on the screen so you've got all these different like do not disturbs at the moment there you go so you have like driving sleep so on and so forth so for my one when I'm going to bed uh, which I've actually got to set it on now because I'm doing this with you uh, but when I put it on to sleep like no notifications at all will come through to my phone it's only when I turn it off that they then come back on but you can set up different ones. You could change them how you want. So, for example, uh, I've got one for when I work out. So, when I work out, it only allows like messages from certain people, and uh, it only allows you to access certain apps. So, I can only access Spotify and uh, my messaging. That's oh, it. That's so, I, so I can't even go into Instagram whilst I'm using or something like my workout setting that makes sense yeah i haven't downloaded that but i will do it now after this it's it's very yeah it's wicked and i'm pretty sure uh you can set it so it's location based so as soon as you walk into the gym it'll go bam at work love apple they yeah. think, think of everything they think of everything and, well they steal ideas from like samsung everyone up but yeah they make it so much better uh, mate it's been a pleasure having a chat with you um at, you know, especially sober because I think we spent the majority of the IFS fucks. Well, the only time I was sober in IFS was towards the end after you'd already left. Um, oh, what did you two get up? What did you get up to after we left? Because we left fairly early-ish, didn't we? Well, Sam and I stayed for the whole um, the whole thing, and then we went for some dinner, and then I went home. Fair. I vaguely remember that. Um, but yeah, well, are you? I'm, I'm guessing you're going to 2022 one, right? Um, I haven't booked anything, but yeah, I will be. I'll, I'll be there. We need to get fucking smashed again. Nice, because it'll actually be in Portugal when the sun's out and there'll be a pool. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Um, I also, I need to know what was in your brownie recipe because honestly, they they rival my mum's and that's saying something. Well, it's a secret. They're just the best brownies in the world. They, like, honestly, they really are. Like, Jack's brownies are just fucking mind-blowing. So, I, okay, I'll just say it because I've already said it, in, I said it in an article class like two years ago or whatever, or last year or whatever it was. Um... <laughs> I am a bit of a troll. I just like to provide people up. So when people ask me about what the, like, like what recipe it is, I just reply that oh, there's just the best brownie in the world. The recipe is called the best brownie recipe. Um, if you just, it's like BBC, uh, BBC food, um, like good. <laughs> I 
called like the best gooey fuzzy brownies or something. Like if you just put in BBC Food um, best brownie recipe or something, it'll just come out and be the first one that comes up. But yeah, I just I just wind people up and just be like, yeah, the best brownies in the world, and that's what the recipe's called. <laughs> so. But they were really, 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 really good. My recipe's a bit different. I put more chocolate in than it says, um, and I put a lot more milk chocolate chunks in there as well. But apart from that, it's the same. So now you know to the few people that have had Jack's brownies, you know how he makes them. Honestly, they are actually pretty good as well. Like, Mate, they, they are delicious. I remember snacking on them at like three, four in the morning on the Friday night. I can't even remember. I was rough on, Saturday, on the Saturday. Mate, you know, I think we were all a bit better than the Saturday. I was... Didn't we all go and have like a two-hour nap before the the big carnage? Sam was the first to bail, and then she went back to hers having that, but she was rough. And then I think it might. Have... I just need to. Oh no! Actually, did we go back together? Uh, I. Th- yeah, yeah. We all um, went back at the same time. We went to MS, got some snacks. Yes. Um, and then went back out in the evening. <laughs> yeah, got that... fucked. I, my only regret from that whole weekend was not getting a picture of Joe meeting Mr. Gra- uh, Mr. Jam. Yeah, but I, she blamed me for that, but it wasn't my job. I didn't know it was my job. It, 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 I, I did my job. You, you did your bit of just being pissed. Yeah, I did that well as well. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, and to be fair, you did get us fuckloads of booze. I just remember James coming out with a fuckload of Jaegers, and that was down to you, mate. That, yeah, boy, that, that was for us, I think. But then, then as soon as he came out, about half a second after he gave us the Jaeger bomb, uh, the Jaeger mices, that if we were swarmed by other people, yeah. But it was it was a good weekend, all in all. I'm. I'm pleased I met you because you're a top fucking bloke. I think I'm a top bloke as well. I, <laughs> I can't wait for next year when it's going to be better because it's going to be where it's meant to be. Mate, I, I think you and I should just drink our little hearts out. <laughs> well, yeah. I think, I think I can think of nothing better to do whilst on holiday. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Do you have any shout-outs you want to give or... Do you want to plug your socials or plug the James Smith Academy? Well, the James Smith Academy is cool to find. You just either type in James Smith PT and you'll find him. Uh, for me, my instance is pretty simple. It's just uh, Jack Foster, but instead of an A, it's a V because Jack Foster was taken by some other selfish bastard. So, um, but that's the only socials I really have. I have Facebook, but I don't ever use it, so there's no point in trying to find me. And I probably won't accept your phone request either because I don't use the app on my phone. There you go. So if you want to follow Jack on Instagram, it's Jack Foster, but with a V instead of an A. It makes it look a bit more death metal as well, which I quite like. Yeah, well, I, a four looked messy and a V looked like an upside down cutaway, so that's why I did it. There you go. Um, but yeah, so thank you again for appearing on the podcast. I did all my plugs at the start, but just in case you've forgotten, you're still listening. I am Chris McKeegan PT on Instagram, and that's pretty much the only one I use as well. Um, any last words, Jack, before I hit the stop the call button? Thank you for having me. I've had a lot of fun moaning about stuff that people do in the gym. As have I. Right. Thank you for listening. Till we meet again.